I told you. Believe me now. UFOs, UAPs. I've been talking about them on the Sarah Carter Show for a while. I have been actually covering it for decades, believe it or not. I remember the very first story I covered at the Daily Bulletin. It wasn't necessarily a UAP, an unidentified aerial phenomena. I mean, I guess it was until they figured out what it was. But there was a basically um, a meteor that had struck or a small meteor that had struck a shed uh, in Chino Hills, California. And there was this big mystery around it. People called it a fireball because it struck the shed and it caused it to go on fire. And so I remember covering that story. It got all kinds of attention. I actually had a um, professor contact me, believe it or not, from Russia, who was a scientist and astronomer that an expert actually in fireballs and was able to explain what happened in California on that fateful day for the shed. Nobody was injured, thank God. But there have been reports going back thousands of years, folks, of sightings in our space. And especially now with technology the way it is, the ability for us to monitor things by radar, our U.S. military, NASA, our ability to, I would say, technologically be able to read the skies, um, telescopes, satellites. There is more and more evidence that something not of this earth has been visiting our planet. The question is, I think we know now we're not alone, but the question is, why is the government moving towards disclosure so quickly. The House Oversight Committee had this amazing hearing, and I'm going to put it on my glasses right now because I'm going to read it from this uh, story that I got right here. And uh, this is a lawmaker's call for greater transparency on UFOs during today's hearing. And then we're going to go into details. But the House Oversight Committee on National Security, the Border and Foreign Affairs, heard three, that is three, Military, former military officials, whistleblowers that are coming to tell us, to tell the world this groundbreaking information, this testimony that no, we are not alone and that we better be concerned. We're going to cover that and so much more in this episode. And you got to ask yourself this question. Why is the government telling us now? Why now? Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la vacuna que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. 
Gold and silver allow you to protect what you've worked so hard for. That's why I've partnered with Allegiance Gold. They are a sponsor of the Sarah Carter Show. I love this organization. I love this company. Why? Because they care about you and they want you to diversify. And that's what I keep saying, especially in these uncertain times. We got UFOs in the sky. We've got Hunter Biden being charged as a foreign agent. Our border is falling apart. My gosh, I am a person who sees the glass as half full. At least I try to all the time. But there's there's some insanity happening in our world and we've got to do our best to protect it. And right now, Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA, your 401k with physical gold and silver. They can have it delivered securely right to your front door. How about that? Delivered gold to your front door securely and it'll back everything in your IRA and 401k because it's physical, because it's tangible. Get $5,000 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them that Sarah sent you, so don't wait, call or click today, 877-702-7272. That's 877-702-SARAH, S-A-R-A, no H, or go to protectwithsarah.com. We can't control the Biden administration, folks. I think we know that now. If you don't know it, you got, just got to read a paper and you'll know it. But we can prepare. 877-702-7272. That's 877-702-SARAH, S-A-R-A, or go to protectwithsarah.com. So first we have U.S. intelligence official David Grush, who testified before Congress today. And I want you to take a listen to what he has to say. This is very, very important. Take a listen to this. Mr. Grush, as a result of your previous government work, have you met with people with direct knowledge or have direct knowledge yourself of non-human origin craft? Yes, I personally interviewed those individuals. I got to tell you, that's a huge step. The fact that we have a Pentagon official admitting that this is non-human origin craft that he has met with the officials who had direct contact with this craft, that the United States government has this craft in its possession. And I don't think the United States government's the only one. Now, Grush was a member of the previous Pentagon office. It was tasked with um, unidentified aerial phenomena. You know very well that Lou Elizondo, who also worked for the same, he worked at the ATIP, program at the Pentagon. It was the same. It dealt with unidentified aerial phenomena, otherwise known as UFOs. Uh, Lou has been on our show a number of times. If you haven't heard him on the show, you need to go back into some of our episodes and listen to them. They are as relevant today as they were then when I interviewed him. Lou Elizondo has been at the forefront along with Chris Mellon, who was an assistant uh, secretary of defense on this disclosure project. And now we're seeing people like David Grush come out and also speak out and say, hey, wait a minute, America, world, wake up. We are being visited by beings that are not from our planet. This is not technology from China. This is not technology from Russia. And I think it was Lou Elizondo who gave the best explanation for this. Um, some of this technology has been recorded uh, by the CIA and in documents that have been disclosed and other agencies associated with the United States government. They've been classified as top secret. Some of those documents have been released since they were classified in the 1920s, 30s, 40s, 50s. We, we see these documents uh, show up and they describe the same type of craft that we are seeing today. 
not only has it been reported in the United States, but we've seen those same and similar reports in Iran. I was uh, lucky enough to meet a former a retired general from Iran under the Shah, who also had reported seeing multiple UFOs while he was a young fighter pilot. And he actually watched as this UFO, which appeared to be one craft, split into multiple crafts. And I believe this was in the 1970s, uh, early 70s, late 60s, when he saw it. Not only did he see it, but what he didn't know was that the CIA overseas was monitoring that exact same action that was taking place. So the CIA had documents backing up his claims at the time. So this is not just people that are sitting in their back porch drinking beer. I would have said Bud Light, but nobody's drinking that anymore, apparently. This isn't about that. This is about intelligence officers working for the United States military and government actually showing evidence or coming forward and saying, look, we are willing to tell the truth. Let me read a little bit here about what David has testified to. And then we're going to play some more clips from the hearing. So you're not going to want to go away from this. And by the way, Jeremy Corbell and I were talking. He was texting me. He is doing uh, phenomenal work on getting the truth out there. He is a journalist who has covered this his entire career. He's made it his life. Um, and he was actually at the hearing here in Washington, D.C. today. I am in Washington, D.C. as well. I'm in Arlington right now at Radio America. Um, and I can tell you this, the hub hub, when I was on Capitol Hill earlier today, it was all about the UFOs. It was all about what is being disclosed. So this is not some gimmick. It is not a lie. I know some of you are like, well, why are we focused on this when there's so much else we should be focused on? Folks, if there is a being or if there are aliens, if there are non-humanoid creatures or these unidentified aerial phenomena, these ships in our skies, we better be paying attention to it. Because as, as you'll hear in this hearing, there is some really, I, I would say, serious concerns about what is happening with our planet and are we being monitored? And again, what does the government why is the government slowly easing us into this? And what is it that the government knows that we don't know? Um, so this is what the Pentagon said last month. It said, and this is what caused people to come forward, that it hadn't found any verifiable information to substantiate the claims about a crashed alien spacecraft. They didn't deny alien had visited the planet or that there were aircraft in our skies. They said that they didn't have that. And notice how they mince the words, any verifiable information to substantiate. Well, what David Gersh is saying is that that's not true. He said, my testimony is based on information I've been given by individuals with a longstanding track record of legitimacy and service to this country. Many of whom have shared compelling evidence in the form of photography, official documentation, and classified oral testimony to myself and various colleagues. That's what Gersh told lawmakers today. He stated he was driven to share it by a commitment to truth and transparency. And he said, I am asking Congress to hold our government to this standard and thoroughly investigate these claims, he said. But as I stand here under oath now, and I'm speaking to the facts, I'm speaking to the facts as I have been told. This is, this is testimony given under oath. And I do not believe 
that he would be lying. And I do not believe that the people that I've spoken with, like Lou Elizondo um, and others, like uh, Jeremy Corbell and others who have reported on this, like the Rendlesham Forest incident and the, the military personnel and officers that I met from the United States military that were stationed in Rendlesham Air Base in England. I do not believe that these in the 1980s, when they actually came in contact with some of these alien aircraft, I do not believe that they are lying to us. I can tell you this, that on Capitol Hill, people are starting to take this very seriously. From Senator Marco Rubio to Democrats, the line was literally out the door. Everyone was excited for this hearing. Everyone wanted to know what was going on at this hearing. And I want to play this clip for you because I think this is very, very important. And this is where there was an admission that we have possession of an alien aircraft. I want you to take a listen to this. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness, like how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Gotcha. Yeah. In all my years of covering this subject, I really have never heard anybody talk about finding actual biological material before. And that's what information that just came out. I mean, uh, that's huge. That is explosive information. That means that it is true. Our government has been holding on to some type of biological material that's alien in nature that arrived here on a vehicle that was manned by intelligent beings. It wasn't like just some rock that came to earth and then we found bacteria on it. It was a manned vehicle that actually was being manned by intelligent beings and our government has biological material to prove that. What are the implications of this? The presence of non-human operators in crafts like this. What are the implications of that? How long have they been here? Have people been taken? Right? There's been a lot of reports about that. Have people been experimented on? What about the cattle mutilations that we've seen across our country or animal mutilations? We have a lot of questions and we do need answers because if the government's been knowing this and hiding this from the public, my gosh, what a crime. And I want you to think about all the people in the past that have come forward that have said, I, I saw something, even police officers, I saw something flying around my town. There was an incident in uh, Oregon where, an, I mean, a whole town was watching these UAPs, you know, fly around in their community. And there were, it was recorded. They were calling 911. People were calling it only to be told, you know, by government officials that, you know, swamp gas or that they're just seeing things or that it's not real because the government is hiding that information from the people. You might have to ask yourself, well, why would the government do that? Why would the government want to do that? And I've never believed not, I mean, even when I was a kid, I never believed not for one second 
that we were alone in this universe, this vast universe, that there was just no way with the billions and hundreds of billions of stars and solar systems. We don't even have all the answers to that. But why does the government, why did the government, I guess, want to keep us in the dark? And what is the government expecting that it is not keeping us in the dark anymore? I think that's what I'm most concerned about. Is there something we don't know? Are they not telling us for some reason? Are these real whistleblowers? Or is this part of a government disclosure project? That's what I believe. I don't believe it's coincidence that people are just showing up and wanting to talk about this, that the government's admitting to this, that the New York Times, which was the first to break the big stories, reported on this. When everybody else tried to break it, they found some, you know, I mean, and this was going back, the government would just dismiss or treat it as conspiracy theory. Anytime another reporter tried to break a story on this, up until the moment that the New York Times got the story. And then everything changed. Here's what Congressman um, Tim Burchett actually said during the hearing about the reason he believes, or right after the hearing, about the reason he believes the government, particularly the Pentagon and the military-industrial complex, is hiding this information not only from lawmakers, but from the public. Take a listen to this. But I want you to think about this. Think about this, that something with the capabilities of traveling light years, not showing uh, a heat signature, the energy capabilities of that, that would put the Pentagon out of business. We wouldn't be fighting these worthless wars overseas over oil and American boys and girls wouldn't be dying. It would put the war pigs out of business and they'd have to go somewhere else. And I'm all for that. I'm all for that. He might have a point there. I mean, but they're not going to be able to keep that for long. Because as we say in wartime, the enemy has their say. Well, I think the aliens have their say. I mean, it's not like you're going to be able to hide it unless they want to be hidden. And now there's more and more people that are seeing this, pilots, um, people that are working in, you know, in towers that are monitoring, you know, satellites. Uh, we're hearing it from so many people and U.S. military personnel. U.S. military personnel on ships like the USS Nimitz, where all of a sudden you have this TikTok incident where they are literally flying in the air and you have this vehicle that is mimicking their flight patterns and moving at speeds that no human could withstand, 700 to 900 Gs, or where they're clocking vehicles coming out of the sky and going into the ocean and then coming right back out of the ocean. Or when you could see a vehicle in hurricane force winds, right? Level four hurricane force winds, sitting perfectly still in the sky, not moving. Perfectly still, not moving at all. There is something happening in our skies. And our government knows about it. It is the reason why we're seeing more and more whistleblowers come forward. And I think it was really just a shame. Can you imagine you see something like this? You report it. You think you're doing the right thing. You're telling the truth. You contact someone. You're worried about your family. You're worried about what you're seeing, like just recently in Las Vegas. And the government would just make people either shut up or look like quacks.
So nobody would talk about it. It's like what's happening nowadays, right? With the truth, it's like hashtag fake news, right? Nobody knows what the truth is, which is the reason why we need people. We need whistleblowers. We need people to come out and speak out on especially issues like this. And if what Burchett is saying is true, if they're hiding this in his assumption, you know, so that we can keep the military industrial complex going, then that's even far worse. Or maybe they're hiding this because they've already made contact with what's ever out there. I mean, I don't know. Look how much we've been lied to already. This is like a come to Jesus era, right? It's like a come to Jesus moment for all of us. We've been lied to about our government. Our bureaucracies have been weaponized. Now we're seeing that the government's lied to us. Of probably one of the biggest stories of all mankind, of all human history, is that we are not alone. This is nothing to scoff at because we don't know what the implications of this are. We really do not know. I want you to take a listen to Burchett here. How do we know these are alien aircraft? How do you know that these were not our aircraft? Some of the behaviors that we saw in a working area, we would see these objects uh, being at 0.0, .0 Mach, that's zero airspeed, over certain pieces of the ground. So what that means, just like a river, if you throw a bobber in, it's going to float downstream. These objects were staying completely stationary in Category 4 hurricane winds. These same objects would then accelerate to supersonic speeds, 1.1, 1.2 Mach, uh, and they would do so in very erratic and, and quick behaviors that we don't, I don't have an explanation for. That's right. Remember, that's exactly what Lou Elizondo was talking about when he came on the show, um, is the fact that they, they, they have evidence because they maneuver unlike anything on earth, not the Chinese, not the Russians, nobody. Nobody has the technology that we are witnessing in these craft. Nobody. What they're seeing them moving from, from the water to the sky or whether they are moving at mock speeds or standing still or making no noise whatsoever. Okay, here's some of the most important aspects. And I'm, I'm so grateful that Congressman Burchett asked those questions. Um, but now you, this, is, this is to explain fully, not just the fact that in hurricane force winds that this object is just stationary, that it's not moving, that it's immobile in, in midair with no sound. But this is what Lou Elizondo called the variables uh, that they look for when they're looking at a UAP. This is an unidentified um, or unidentified aerial phenomena or a UFO, right? So they would have what they call anti-gravity lift. So unlike any known aircraft, these objects have been sighted um, overcoming the Earth's, the Earth's gravity. That's what we're seeing there with no visible means of propulsion, which is why you're not hearing any sound. That's why this is so important. They also lack any flight services, such as wings. Uh, the people that saw the TikTok or the Tic Tac uh, objects off the USS Nimitz, that's what they were describing. They said it looked like a Tic Tac candy. It's like this tubular shaped object and it's moving as like 900 Gs. There's no sound coming out of it and then it'll just stop and float right there, just out of nowhere, right? So that's, and they have sudden and instantaneous acceleration, 
which is what I was talking about. So the objects accelerate or change direction so quickly that no human pilot could survive those G-forces. They would literally be crushed. The Nimitz incident, the radar operators, um, they were, and they were disclosed it on 60 Minutes. So these are radar operators. These are pilots. These are educated people. They aren't crazy. They aren't quacks. They've seen this with their own eyes and they've tracked them. They tracked one of the UFOs as it dropped from the sky at more than 30 times the speed of sound. Black Aces squadron commander, this guy, David Fravor, the Nimitz-based fighter pilot who had was sent to intercept one of the objects, likened its rapid side-to-side -side movements that was later captured on infrared video, so they have this on video, to that of a ping pong ball. That's how it was moving, erratically and so quickly. Now, some of the people that have actually been debating what are these Tic Tacs, you know, that we're seeing in the sky, some of them, scientists, and I'm not saying these are just random people like you and I, these are like some of the world's top scientists, believe that some of these objects may actually be probes so that they are being sent here kind of like seeds on a daisy, like a flower, being sent here to earth. Uh, they're picking up water samples. They're collecting data. They don't know. They're guessing at this, that this may be probes of a bigger mothership. I know it seems crazy, right? Can you believe I'm even talking about this? Let's talk about number three. The hypersonic velocities without signatures. That's another really important asset of this or facet of these type of shifts. Um, in aircraft, and this is coming from Lou Elizondo, my good friend. I love him so much. I love him dearly. Can't wait to get him back on the show. He's working on a book now. But hypersonic velocities without signatures. If an aircraft travels faster than the speed of sound, it typically leaves signatures like vapor trails, sonic booms. Many UFO accounts note the lack of such evidence. They can't even see that. And low, observabil low observability or cloaking. I want you to think about this. Low observability, right? Even when the objects are observed, you're getting a clear and detailed view of them, either through a pilot or radar. Um, that's really difficult. Usually what's happening is witnesses are generally only seeing a glow or a haze around them. And we're picking them up on new technologies. So maybe in the past, it could have been like flying right beside your aircraft. Like you could have been flying from here to London or like I just got here from to Washington, D.C., from Houston, Texas, or from, you know, from Austin. And I would have never known that an object was beside me because it has the ability to cloak itself. It's just that now our technology allows us to break through that cloaking um, because we can, we, can, we can gauge by their speeds, right? And we're able to see that. It's kind of like a haze around it. Um, there's transmedium travel. And this one I think is the most interesting. Some UAPs have been seen moving easily in and between different environments, such as space. The Earth's atmosphere and even water. So that's what I talked about, going from water to our, you know, to our skies and from our skies right into space, lickety split, just like that, just as fast as you can blink your eyes. In the Nimitz incident, um, one of the witnesses that was speaking on 60 Minutes had described the UFO as hovering over a disturbance, like a churning disturbance just under the ocean's otherwise calm surface. It led to speculation that another craft was under the water below it. 
Think about that. The USS Princeton radar operator, Gary Voorhees, later confirmed from a Navy sonar, I'm getting this from the History Channel operator in the area, that that day that a craft was moving faster than 70 knots, roughly two times the speed of nuclear submarines. Think about that. So those are the five observables. That's what we're looking at. Five major observables. And that's what they look at when they are guesstimating whether or not this object or whatever object has been spotted should be classified as a UAP or a UFO. And that has been going on for some time now. So now what's next? What does this all mean? We have all this information and all of this testimony. Where do we go from here? I want you to think about this and then I'm going to play another quick clip for you. But one of the, one of the objects that was observed, I'm going to say there, there were two major incidents that drew a lot of concern in the U.S. military and around the globe for that matter. And it's because these objects are very hyper-focused on our military, right? Whether that be here in the United States or in Russia or anywhere else, and particularly with our nuclear sites. So there was an object that was spotted in Montana at one of our nuclear facilities. And I think this is what is just really kind of frightening. This object, when it showed up around this nuclear facility and it was visible, the facility itself that basically controls our nuclear warheads in that area just shut down. Apparently, this craft took full control and shut down that nuclear facility for not, not for a long period of time. It was for a short period of time before turning it back on. But everybody in there pretty much panicked because they realized at that moment according to documentation, according to what my friend Lou Elizondo was able to pull together as well, and others like Chris Mellon, what had happened was they had lost control of their nuclear site. And that not only happened here in the United States, it also happened in Russia and in Moscow. But in that case, when the object was spotted, it turned on their nukes and got them armed and ready. Think about that. And then it shut down. Whatever is out there in our skies is telling us that they're really in control. We are not in control of this. And maybe that is the reason why our government is so apt on this disclosure process. Because our government will not be able to control this. Um, Rep. Burchett and my friend Luna, uh, Representative Luna, answered some of these questions after the hearing. Um, I want you to listen to this full clip. We were denied access to the SCIF, and so to my knowledge, what's going to happen now is not only do we have the support of the chairman, but um, they're going to get a nice letter from Congress. And as you heard, Representative Ogle said, if we're denied, we're going to use the Holman rule. We'll defund the position. And then what about this talk for a full repository um, of all the data on it? Is that something you're going to support with legislation coming out? Yeah. Yes. Talk to us about we, we, that. It's very multifaceted. We've got so many ideas now. Like I said, this is just the first of many, and we've we've... I mean, the reason we got this is because 
we told them we, we would just do the field herrings. We were going to do them in my front yard. I, you know, my wife and daughter were going to grill out hamburgers and hot dogs. And y'all would all be invited, and we could ask everything. We could bring everybody there. So they didn't want that, so they brought us back here. So, you know, we're, it, it's still an uphill battle, though. I mean, every, every step of the way has been. You've just made you realize that we are not alone. I knew it before. I, I, just, I didn't need this, I, but I, I'd seen enough. I've seen enough, and I would hope that you all would get that opportunity to see what and we've I'm sure seen. You guys have heard enough too. I mean, you heard the testimony of some of the technology. Uh, Representative Ogles asked some great questions, but when you have a senior military pilots and officials saying that there's technology that they don't believe is is from us, from humans, and also you got to realize, three United States congressmen were denied, denied by our military. We're supposed to be telling them what, excuse me, what to do, not the other way around. And so we've, we're going to continue on that path. I agree with him wholeheartedly, and with Paulina Luna, um, the congresswoman, uh, also uh, from the great state of Florida, and Burchett from Tennessee. Uh, we need answers. We deserve answers. This is about humanity. It is about our future. It is about our children. It is about our Earth. And there is so much out there that we need to explore. And there are so many questions. This isn't, I'm not trying to scare anyone here because I believe that if these beings actually intended us harm, they would have done it a long time ago. But that leads me to a lot of different questions right now. Ones that I hope we answer on future shows. I'm going to be bringing so many so many people that um, not only are whistleblowers, but I hope to bring Burchett on the show. I'll bring Congresswoman Paulina Luna. I'll bring others who are there fighting to get the truth out to you. Um, and I want to talk about these implications and what this means to us in the future and what it means to our lives and to humanity. That's what's important here. Folks, my pillow, thank you so much. Mike Lindell, you're not from outer space, or maybe you are. I think we're all aliens. We're living on Earth here on a little ball in the middle of space, but we're doing it with my pillow. Yes, I love my pillow. Queen size pillows, regularly priced $69.98. Now you can get them for a cheap low price for only $19.98. And you can take those with you to Mars in the future if you want. Just $10 more for a king size. MyPillow.com backslash Carter. Remember promo code Carter, C-A-R-T-E-R, or call 1-800-685-7221. Go to MyPillow.com backslash Carter and use promo code Carter to get the queen size MyPillow for only $19.98 during Mike's MyPillow 20th anniversary sale or call 1-800-685-7221. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow slippers, pet beds like Pika and Maisie are sleeping on right now at home in Texas, blankets, and so much more. Get the best night's sleep, MyPillow.com backslash Carter, and use promo code Carter, or call 1-800-685-7221, MyPillow.com backslash Carter, promo code Carter. Folks, look, this is about... You and I, this is about humanity. I have a deep belief in God. I have a deep spiritual belief. I believe it is what has gotten me through so much in my life, from the war zones to my childhood living in Saudi Arabia to uh, the swamp in Washington, D.C. And, you know, we all find our own ways to survive. But what this news about, you know, unidentified aerial phenomena, UFOs, the fact that we are not alone, this news shouldn't take away from that. It should only add to it. We live in a miraculous world, on a miraculous world, in a miraculous universe, right? And our faith guides us. Our faith guides us. Just have faith. Remember, 
things aren't always as bad as they seem. I don't think that. I always believe in the glass as half full. And I always believe that everything happens for a reason. We just have to hold our government accountable. We have to ensure that they tell us the truth. We have to ensure that we protect this planet and our and our humanity for our children and for our grandchildren and for our great-grandchildren and for the future of our species. That is what I believe. That's just a little bit from me. And I can't thank you enough for being a part of this show. Thank you so much. I promise to bring you the latest on the UFO issue and so much more as we cover this topic in the future. I'm not afraid to cover this and together we will find the truth. If you love today's show and want even more of the Sarah Carter show, make sure you rate this podcast five stars and subscribe on your favorite podcast app, whether that's Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow me on truth at Sarah Carter official on Twitter at Sarah Carter DC and on Instagram at S Carter DC. God bless you. God bless our nation. God bless this universe and God bless the great state of Texas. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.